This podcast was brought to you in part by Naomi Scheibels and Mark G. Linus. Thank you, both of you, for contributing to my Kickstarter campaign. If you want in on a shout-out in this podcast, go to my Kickstarter, contribute $5. Not only will I give you a shout-out, but every $15, so every three contributions I get, I will donate a copy of my book to a college creative writing student. Follow the show notes link to my Kickstarter where you can donate today and get your name on the podcast as well. One of the big reasons that uh, a lot of small business owners, startups don't end up having success is because they have a difficulty connecting what is true to what they've experienced. Um, And I think, honestly, I've been in the middle of this for the past year. This business for me is new. I've been the reluctant book marketer for just a year as of the turn of the calendar. So when January comes around, this will be year one for me. And it has been a painful learning experience in some cases. It has been an enlightening and wonderful learning experience. Um, Nothing that I've told you has been untrue. I wouldn't change anything I've said. I would ask you to go back and listen to all of the podcast episodes leading up to now to get a strangely narrative cohesion on exactly what it's like to try to build a business from day one forward. And what I want to bring you today is something that is hard fought. I should have started the video this way because people will always talk about you get a couple of seconds on YouTube or wherever you're speaking to them to keep their attention and silent moments, blah, 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 everything. I I do it all wrong all the time. But what I want to bring to you is what I think is probably the most important lesson. That's the hardest one to learn. I don't know if me telling you this right now can actually speed up this process for you because you have to go through a couple cycles of desperation to get here. Um, And I may still have cycles of desperation yet to go, but I understand in ways that I did not understand a year ago that you, that I am the magnet. Hey, I'm the reluctant book marketer, and I've got just one question for you. Do you see your novel as a million dollar asset? Because if you don't, and you want to, you're in the right place. This is the only show for novelists who want to shift their mindset away from fear and toward abundance. Because you can sell more books than you ever dreamed when you believe in what you're doing. There's a fancy term in small business land. And it's especially popular when you think about building an email list or a snail mail list, wherever you are. If you're marketing, you want to have customers that come to you, that trust you, that like you. And oftentimes the first impression for that customer is something called a lead magnet. You offer them something that they consider valuable in exchange for their email address. And then you can use their email address to beat them over the head until they buy something from you. I'll let that sink in. You take their email address and you beat them over the head with it until they buy something from you. That's how people are are making a living. It's not going to be as violent. And it's honestly a really good thing if you are a good person. If you are an ethical, upright, outstanding person, 
Uh, by the way, if you're watching this podcast right now, you can see that we finally got around to hanging up some beautiful drawings my wife did for me. If you can't recognize those two authors that are behind me, um, just to the left of the sock monkey, who has always been kind of creepy and just kind of looking at what's going on in my podcast world. Well, anyways, look them up. They are very recognizable. And uh, Ashley's a, a great artist. She's a great drawer. <laughs> We've gotten off track now. You are the magnet. I am the magnet. Whatever I put out into the world, that is what I am going to receive back. I am my own bait. I'm my own magnet. I throw myself out there and I collect metal shavings from the world based on whatever I am attracting to myself. You've probably noticed the magnets don't attract uh, aluminum. And I wish that I were scientific because I could tell you that there actually is something that would pull aluminum toward itself. That there's something that has kind of a magnetic relationship to aluminum. We've never really thought about that because the magnets we need stick to the metals that we commonly use, like our car or refrigerator, whatever. And that magnet has a, a polarity. Well, I'm getting way out of my depth here, guys. You understand how magnets work. You're that thing. You don't attract everything, just like you can't stick to aluminum, but you are the magnet. So think carefully about what you want to draw toward yourself. Um, I have a good friend. His episode is coming out of the podcast. We had this conversation earlier this week. If you know an author, be careful what you talk to them about, because right now I'm going to use him as an example of, of something that we talked about. Neil, I can't wait to air your episode of the podcast coming up here very soon. But he has done a great job of building a community on Twitter, uh, very similar to my own community. He's a He's, he's great at asking provocative questions that draw other authors who are looking to market their work. He's got um, over a thousand people who are now following him who are trying to market their work to other authors. And this is happening everywhere. I am a victim of this kind of thinking. Because I'm an author, I know how to speak to authors. I'm also a reader. I don't know as well how to speak to readers. I've been throwing out this whole last year, the magnet myself, trying to talk about the failure to quit that leads to success. When you fail to quit, you win at success. That is true. That was true on day one. It will be true on year five. It is always true that when you fail to quit, you will win success. You will achieve whatever it is you set out to achieve. There are faster roads to getting there than the road that I've taken. There are faster roads than the road you're taking right now. And I wanted to make it abundantly clear to you that if you're not seeing the results that you want to see, the reason you're not seeing those results is because you are asking the wrong people to be part of your world. The people that you're asking to be part of your world are great people. I am so, so happy that Neil is part of my world. He has an amazing novel that's coming out. I'm excited to share the plot of it, the premise of it, the idea, the whole brainstorming of its creation when I release his episode coming up soon. But I can't count on Neil to actually buy my book other than if I just give him so much that he does a favor to me, which uh, thank you, Neil, you did contribute to the Seven Figure Marketing Mindset for Novelists Kickstarter campaign, which has taken up a lot of my mind, a lot of my time to try to build so yeah, there you go. I offered Neil enough value that he decided to kick into the Kickstarter. At this point, he's getting one-on-one -on -one conversations with me. He's getting a lot that the book has to offer and more. 
just from talking with me. And so he knows that he's doing that because he's supporting me for giving back to him. When I have a novel come out, he may still kick in to buy the novel because we built a friendship. He probably will. I will probably buy his novels. But think about that on scale really quickly. Another friend of mine is Heather O'Brien. She contributed to the Kickstarter campaign. Um, and thank you, Heather. You've been a pleasure to know. Probably the first time I've ever mentioned you on the podcast, but knowing you has been one of the most important relationships I've built this year in terms of your absolute tenacity. You remind me of all the best people, the best authors who just refuse to quit and your success is guaranteed because of that. I'm so glad that we met, but I don't know that Heather is necessarily my ideal reader when it comes time to release my novel. I threw a magnet out into the world to attract people who are tenacious to win. And I attracted two of them just off the top of my head. There are many more out there that I'm in communication with on a fairly regular basis. And those people are in relationship to me because we're all traveling together to try to do this very improbable thing of becoming a full-time author, of selling enough of our books that people will support us to just keep writing. We need to learn how to market in order to do that. You're listening to this podcast because you want to do that. And that's great. I've created this community. I'm so happy to be part of it. I realized along the way that it was part of my purpose was to have this community that I felt really passionate about making right the wrong that is happening right now in academia. I went through my bachelor's. I went through my master's. I love education. If I could just live the rest of my life inside of school, I probably would really like it. I like writing. I like being educated, but you can't. Almost nobody can. And so that is what now I want to offer to all of those people who I can help out along the way. Maybe I meet you while you're in college. Maybe I meet you just after you've graduated. Maybe hopefully I meet you before you sign up for the giant, huge debt load that you're going to take on to go to school so that you can at least start asking some questions. This education is not going to teach me how to sell my books. So can I get that education elsewhere? Can I do something else that will teach me what I need to know to get where I'm going? And I'm excited to tell you that I am in the beginning stages of building something for you that's going to be so much cheaper than education. It's going to get you to the same place. And I'm not going to pretend like it's a degree. I'm going to teach you practical, real-world knowledge of how to do this. Because I've been doing it all along, not realizing that it had nothing to do with school. So anyways, we'll, we'll get into the weeds with that here soon. But what I want to say is, if you don't want to have a marketing empire where you teach people how to sell books, but you actually just want to sell your books, I encourage you today, stop talking to other authors. Stop seeking them out anyways. You can speak to them because you need them to be your beta readers. You need them to be your editors. You need them to be business partners. You need them to just help you network because we are a literary community. But I'm going to tell you a little secret. I'm going to let you in on something. If you go to college, there will be a whole bunch of esteemed authors who will tell you that you are not part of the literary community unless you attend events and do things with people and rub elbows with all these people. And then you'll be guilted into buying hundreds of books every year for authors around you who are part of the literary community that you might not read because they're not actually written for you. But you feel like responsible because you're part of the literary community. It's crazy. I love some people who I've never read their books. I don't plan on reading their books. I have a certain thing that I like to read. It's a, it's not a genre. 
It's an aesthetic. It's a style. I can't always tell if I'm going to love it. Sometimes I love one book by an author and not another book. I should not be guilted into buying every book by an author. Oh, I'm getting off on a tangent. Here we go. Zone in, Jody. <laughs> the, the deal is, this is the real inside baseball. You can attract people to read your work by knowing what you're asking them to get into and then asking clearly for them to be part of it. It's always been about asking with me from the very beginning. And that's because I know you don't get what you want in life if you don't ask for what you want. From the moment you're born, you are born with one skill and it's asking. We could go down to the really profound level of breathing, um, inspiration, expiration. You're asking air into your lungs. You're pushing it back out. That's the first thing that you do. From there, the most guttural ask that you'll do in your life, and you'll do it multiple different times, but for different reasons, is the scream. And I'm not going to do it right now because it would break your eardrums, but you scream because you're hungry. And your mom knows that word. And your caretaker, in cases where it's not a mom who who responds to that scream, there may be people listening right now who never were breastfed and never were bottle fed by a parent that they were delivered and walked away from. Anyway, again, geez, all these tangents, it's like I'm on a, a train that I keep trying to jump off of. You were fed because you screamed. That was your second big ask. Okay. You asked for air, you received. You asked for food, you received. You learn how to ask. Those are the first two things you do. And they're the things that you do throughout your life. The better you get at asking, the more you get in life. Not every ask that you do is going to be an imposition on somebody. Um, in fact, one of the greatest asks in your entire life will be, if you experience this, uh, will be a significant person to you. Your significant other will ask you to have dinner with them. <laughs> Isn't that cool? If you never ask, you don't give. So stop thinking asking is this dirty thing. It is life. Without asking, you receive nothing. So just ask away. Don't be afraid of it. Don't feel gross about it. Ask. And be ready to receive the things that you ask for. This is probably the hardest thing in my life right now is that I'm asking for the wrong things on the regular. I'm asking for the wrong things because I don't know how to ask for the right things and I don't know who to ask for the things that I need things from. I'm contemplating kind of like a side quest podcast right now. I don't know how to even fit it in, but just a, 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 like a search to find out how do I ask a person who can ask a person who can ask a person like using the seven degrees of Kevin or is it six degrees of Kevin Bacon? I don't know. Using that, that philosophy, partnering with asking and working my way toward the person who can help me get where I need to go because you can ask till you're blue in the face. If you're not asking the right people, certain gates remained locked to you. I don't want to go, I don't want to go that big yet because a lot of you haven't learned how to ask. A lot of you are a magnet asking for the wrong things and you're attracting the wrong things to you. Learn how to ask the right question. So if you want to shut everything down that you're doing this week, if you are in the beginning stages of marketing a book, if you have a Kickstarter going right now, which I do, and you're more than welcome to contribute to if you'd like, but I'm not actively doing anything with it. Today is Friday that I'm recording this. I'm not going to do anything with it Saturday or Sunday. I don't plan to do anything with it on Monday. I am going to be learning how to ask the right questions and then who to ask them to and how to design the ask. And I'm going to spend the next 30 days that I have 
to learn how to ask right. And if I learn it, if I know who to ask, if you know who to, who to ask, if you do it the way that it needs to be done, then just one day, whatever you're asking for, the answer will come. That seems like a really big promise. And I might have to eat my words in 30 days, but 30 days from now, if my Kickstarter isn't completely filled, I was wrong. I've been wrong plenty this year. There are plenty of things that I would go back and say, if I had known what I know now, I would change the way that I said it. I would change the things that I'm communicating to you. I have called people, cold called on the phone to try to get my Kickstarter funded until I felt like I got kicked in the soft spots and was rolling around like digesting them. That's how hard I got kicked. That's what it took for me to kind of stop and say, like, I'm getting so far out of balance that uh, I'm help to no one. You might go there. And if you do, I just encourage you, it's okay. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be ashamed. Call somebody you trust. <laughs> yell at somebody, yell at yourself, whatever it takes to learn how to ask the right questions. And let's start moving forward. Ask the right questions. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, do me a big favor right now. Click on the follow button in whatever podcast app you're listening on. That way you'll get notifications every time I drop a new episode. And if you still can't get enough, you can go to the show notes, click the link for my newsletter and sign up today. I'll give you one to two interesting pieces of content every single month that you won't hear on the podcast or find laying around on the internet.